Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn allows podcasters of any size to access amazing sponsorship opportunities, allowing them to set their own rates and dates. Creators can talk directly to brands without the middleman right on the platform. It's basically a marketplace connecting podcast creators and brands looking for ad placements. As a small podcast ourselves, we love using Podcorn. As a small podcast ourselves, we love using Podcorn. They're a great platform for starting up taking sponsorships for the first time. Their platform and marketplace is easy to use, super straightforward, and you can manage your notifications so you know when new sponsorships pop up. You don't give up any rights to your content and there's no exclusivity arrangements involved. Big thanks to Podcorn for sponsoring today's episode. It all comes back full circle. (laughs) Click the link in our show notes or go to podcorn.com to sign up and start browsing for sponsorship opportunities. That's podcorn.com to start monetizing your podcast. Hi. Hi. Hello. What's up? What's, what is up? Um, what is down? Mm, dog. Dog is down? What's up, dog? Oh. What's down, rabbit? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about working freelance in today's episode yeah uh because that's what we do yeah for and we a, have no other expertise <laughs> we have exactly eight months of experience of working freelance so we thought we'd discuss our very yeah uh knowledgeable yeah uh expertise in the area pros. yeah we Been actually in the game for a while oh for sure we're just vets you know mm-hmm. and we've uh we actually put up a question thing on our on our instagram uh, last night, uh, asking you guys to ask us questions uh-huh. about freelance or any questions you guys might have. We give a question, we get a question. We get a question, and now we give you a question back. No answers will be given. <laughs> Zero answers in we're this gonna, episode. We're not going to answer anything. We only raise yeah. more questions. Oh, you thought you were coming here for answers. Well, fuck you. I don't think anyone expects answers no. when they come here. No. So, I, I'm giving you the power. Oh, I have I, the power. Yeah, you can ask questions. Um, so yeah, we're going to be basically answering your questions about working freelance in the, in the art industry. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is kind of going to be useful because I had a lot of questions when we first started. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know where to turn to. I I was was lost. lost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a lot of the advice that we got like at uni before we did freelance kind of makes sense now after doing it yeah but it didn't make sense at the time yeah it's very like so oh, gonna try and avoid that yeah it's like when like, your parents are like oh when you're older you'll understand yeah. i'm like yeah but i need to know stuff now yeah you know what i mean it's very like that yeah so we'll we'll try our best to give you guys our like um experience as um fresh out of uni uh artists and uh, trying to make our way into the animation and illustration industry. So before we start getting into the questions, okay, someone asked in the questions, "What is freelance?" And I think we should answer that first. That's probably a good show for yeah. anyone who's you know mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, doubt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what is freelance, Devin? Tell us. Um, it is basically when a company needs to outsource people because they haven't got enough people in the company and they they come to us and then we're like i will do job for you if you give me money yeah that's the easiest way that i can think to uh yeah it. i think of it a little differently but it, that's correct yeah but i think in simpler terms it's basically you are an artist 
and people approach you. You can have non-artist freelancers. Yeah, yeah, but we're talking about, you know. We're just talking about ourselves. Yeah, we're talking about us. (laughs) Us, okay? Because we're the most important. Of course. So working freelance basically just means that you are your own employee, basically, and people will, like, pick you for... Of, like you won't be selected yeah for like random jobs yeah. so it's not you're not part of a company you're not part of um you don't get a regular paycheck you don't get a regular paycheck but we'll talk about that yeah. a little bit more in a bit that's not always a bad thing yeah so yeah it's just it means that you are a pawn and people sometimes are like hey can i use you and you're like absolutely use me at will take me take me away <laughs> hey. so yeah that's freelance i hope we answered that question properly <laughs> that's a really weird explanation definition. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. So should we get into actual questions? Let's then? do it. Oh, yeah. uh, let's go. Let's go. Um yeah. Someone so, asked what free what our slash free downtime was like. Mm, what our downtime's like. I yeah. guess they assume it's I'm assuming it's they're asking what our because like working in the creative industry, you always like people normally create outside of work as well. Yeah, for you ourselves, usually do it because you it's like a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Turned into a profession. So I'm assuming they're asking us what our downtime looks like in comparison to yeah our work time. Yeah, pray tell, <laughs> pray tell, tell me, okay, tell me, tell me. Um, I know for me, since doing freelance, I do draw less for myself I've noticed mm. but that's mainly just because I'm tired and like I don't want to look at a screen mm. all the time yeah absolutely uh, which is why I picked up other hobbies that don't involve a screen same, so same. that involves crochet and making sorry do you want me to turn this so you can see the volume I don't know why I just like looking, looking at, at it, it. <laughs> yeah I know I'm just I like looking at the I'll turn it specs. so you can see it thanks wow it looks so pretty there you go and you can also see if you're talking too quiet and that can, yeah, yeah. can regulate that. Anyway, continue. I can regulate. Mm. Just like presentation, Michael. Michael. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Vibe! <laughs> Vibe! <laughs> we need to stop. I will call him nothing other than presentation, presentation Michael. Michael. <laughs> Always. From this point onwards. Yes, that is his name. Uh-huh. You know, Hobbies like... also include watching anime. Anime. <laughs> Yeah, so like I've noticed that ever since we started working yeah. after uni, we've taken up a lot of new hobbies. Yes, because during uni, like we, whenever we weren't doing I uni think work, our hobby was like the freelance work. It was. That's and the now thing, that that's yeah. the main thing, it's like we Shit, got. An extra dude, I never space. thought about it like that. Yeah, because like we still had commissions and stuff even when we were at uni. But I never thought about it like that. because yeah. like during uni my youtube and my shop and commissions and stuff was what i did in my quote-unquote free time yeah but now that's the work yeah bruh i don't think it's necessary like one thing is definitely hobby work and one thing's no it has to do with priorities yeah i think it's just um variety yeah because like if you're doing uni work you're not going to want to do uni work in your free time because it's like yeah because again monotonous and boring it's prioritizing so if like if uni work is what you you're being told to do mm-hmm. you're gonna do that and then you get to do what you want to do yeah. uh, whereas now if we're like working with clients and stuff like that that's during our work hours we're doing that so in our free time if we've just spent like seven hours 
drawing or staring at a screen, you kind of want to do something different yeah. afterwards. Variety. Yeah. So what are, what are we taking up? We took up crocheting. Crochet. Yeah. No sadness, only crochet. Only crochet. You've uh, taken up baking a oh, lot. Oh yeah, there's bread proving as we speak. As we speak. I love beating the shit out of some Oh, bread. absolutely. I don't know if that's necessarily a hobby though, or just like something to no, do it is. in quarantine. I don't I, know if that would be a thing I think if quarantine, you were allowed outside in the world. I think quarantine only ex like exponentially increased (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) it just like multiplied what we were already doing as a hobby you know we we got roller skates we need to go out on them again I know it's the weather hasn't been favorable but you know but basically we've just taken up a lot I've been I've been playing games James I became a gamer 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 you were already a gamer I know just a casual gamer yeah now I'm an intense gamer you only play Stardew Valley 12 (laughs) hours a day yeah exactly (laughs) I read a lot of manga. <laughs> a lot being three volumes of the same manga. Yeah, I've I've been reading a lot of manga recently, mainly purely, you know, exclusively, exclusively My Hero Academia. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, you just like take up hobbies, and basically, I guess what you do in your free time is just something to as a break from what you do from your work time. So yeah. I I have noticed as well that I draw a lot less in yeah. my free time now, for myself. Um, I'll which isn't a bad thing it's not no because like I'm doing it so much for work that you're still satisfied yeah I still feel like obviously creatively I don't always feel like you know I, I, I feel a bit stagnant sometimes but um, that's what the weekends are for yeah I get to draw on the weekends and stuff like that and when I, I'm low on work I'll draw during the day as mm-hmm. if it's work so recently I've been you know doing a lot of um, illustrating for myself during the day because I haven't had that much uh, work to do. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. And when you're in between jobs, that line is blurred as well. So. Oh, yeah. For for me personally, when I'm in between jobs, I tend to focus on my shop. Mm-hmm. So I've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of clay earrings, which is like not looking at a screen, which is great. Yeah. And then yeah. I've also been doing some prints that I keep avoiding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that is staring at a screen. So exactly. So but there's yeah. always something to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just whatever like helps you unwind after a day's work, just like any other just job. Just do what you want. Yeah. yeah. And if it's, you know, napping at 7pm like Devin does, like just do that. I get that. sleepy after I eat. <laughs> Your baby. Fault. Nevin is baby. <laughs> I'm just tired all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Next question. How to quote prices. Mm. Go. Oh, dang. Uh, find out what your rate is. Uh, work that out. Uh, I think the average uh, rate for like a creative job in the UK is what, like between 12 and 15? No, depends on where you are. No, 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 no. Sorry, that's That's bad. like bare bones Yeah, fif- between 15 and, and like 20 pounds an hour. I can go up to like 50. Are it you de- kidding me? It depends on how, how much experience you have. Yeah, obviously. I mean, for us how, now. How f- for us now, I go... Like if you're starting out. Yeah. I, depending on who it is, I quote between 15 and 20. Yeah, 15 and 20 pounds an hour. Yeah. And then, like, most people do hourly rates yeah. for freelance, so... Especially with animation. Yeah. Because it's very frustrating when someone comes to you, like, how much for one second of animation? Oh, I'm like, I don't know. so much variety in yeah. one second of animation. It's, is there one character, 30 characters? What's the style? Do I need to do storyboards? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do backgrounds? Yeah. There's so much work that goes into one second, I cannot give you a quote. Yeah, it, there is no, no such thing as a fixed price. Yeah. Like, people need to understand that, but unfortunately people don't. So yeah. you always have to explain to them that you I work... I feel like we'll, be get, we'll get better 
better at quoting prices for jobs like that as the more experience of course get as well. yeah you get like an, an average you know you start realizing okay so for a second of animation where i did all of these roles it it end up being this amount yeah. or around this amount. So you kind of, with the more jobs you do, you get a sense of pricing. Yeah, for people. but that comes with a lot of trial and error. So you'll mm-hmm. quote too much and then not get a job and then you'll quote too little and get underpaid for a job. And yeah. It's a lot of balancing. But it's, again, it's like a, a thing. It's always better to over-quote yourself and, and then, like, you know, negotiate down yeah. than under-selling yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? And then... Um, screwing yourself over yeah but it's like just be assertive with your price basically like if that's what you've considered your worth as an employee is like then be assertive in that like be like yeah this is how much i'm worth if you don't want it bye bye there'll be other people you know what i mean if you were at a company you'd get paid this amount regardless Mm -hmm. exactly it's still you know, you you got to put it into perspective. You don't have to feel guilty about charging too much, which yeah. is something that I struggle with. And you need to pay pay rent. You know, you need to. Yeah. You got bills to pay. The and, pay those bills. And, and if the client is gonna, if, if the client's gonna say, "Oh, that's too much," then they're an asshat, and you probably don't want to work with them. Mm. You know what I mean? If they're unwilling to pay you, yeah. Which we're gonna get into that. Uh, uh, <laughs> if they're, you know, if they're. Will you work for exposure? Ah! <laughs> being paid an exposure because you know how sometimes the the at aldi you can you can pay you can pay an exposure did you know that you can pay for food just tweet a picture just tweet a shopping. picture yeah and, and you're like food uh <laughs> screw that i really want you to tweet a picture of that after this episode because, uh, food, uh. <laughs> did my food shopping for this month uh. <laughs> gosh yeah um what was you saying? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> pricing. Prices. Yeah. So, yeah, just work, figure out your hourly rate, how much you need to get paid to pay rent and pay for your bills, how much experience you've got, um, what, like, different levels of skill require different... Mm-hmm. Um, Make sure if you're still unsure on pricing, then the next time you draw, take a note of how long it takes you. Exactly. And, and, and... Like, because obviously different people will take different amounts of time to create the same thing. So, mm. you know, take that into account as well. But, um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, just uh, just let them know in the, you know, at the beginning, be like, this is my hourly rate for something like this. It would probably take me X amount of days of this amount of hours per day. Do the math. Let them, like, break it down for them so they know what how you got to your final, you know, mm. payment thing. And let them know that to be aware that there might be extra hours uh, for changes. changes. Yeah, just to... If they want anything, changes. I said words. And absolutely, that <laughs> is true. In the wrong place. <laughs> 100%. Just, uh, yeah, just be open with them. Like, you don't have to explain yourself. Like, that's your rate. Just just explain the math. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. What's the next question? Question. Is it intimidating being responsible on your own? I think that goes for any job. Yeah. Not just freelance, right? I think with freelance especially, you can feel very like a very small cog. Because mm. it's like, you have to... You have to be selected, and you're like, please, I make work. Yeah. <laughs> please take it. It depends. Some people see it as being selected. Some people see it as, like, hunting down work. I think it's it's definitely a mix of both, but I... 
Because you also get selected to be an employee. Yeah, but like if for the big jobs where you get paid the big bucks, it yeah. can be intimidating to be hired by like this really big company. Yeah. At the same time, it's like a big ego boost, but it's like, wow, this is... I think... I'm small, this is big company. I don't know. I yeah. find that a little bit intimidating mm. and trying to regulate my work hours. Yeah. Because there's like no one to tell you off if you don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I think overall, I quite... I prefer the freedom of it me too so i can't complain too much I, i'm gonna be honest when we first started going into freelance i was very I'm scared vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> let me be vulnerable for a minute uh we were very scared yeah like we, i was very stressed and very scared about it but You're honestly also severely depressed at the time so that oh, might have something to do with it chief but like even the months building up to it like just the you know the looming graduation end mm-hmm. of u- end of uni thing of like oh damn we're going to have to go freelance after that yeah. and uh, like that was very scary and the idea of working freelance was very scary to and me but once now we did it it's like it's Yeah chill. after like what like 8 months of doing it I'm I'm like yeah this is it this is the life I much prefer this now because like in the beginning it's weird cuz you're still figuring out your own schedules yeah. and you have to kind of be your own boss which mm-hmm. I guess that's the intimidating part of like, will I be able to tell myself to do the work without, you know, being there, like having a boss behind your back or yeah. whatever. Also, quarantine obviously didn't help because you're working remotely. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, what? Why? Why should I get out of bed? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> that's like, the point. I'm what just gonna is... sit at my desk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when work is literally two steps away from your bed, yeah. it's kind of it, it messes with your mind a bit. But again, it's just like any other thing. You just get used to it. We're creatures of adaptability. Yeah. We adapt. We... we Survive. Yeah. Overcome. Overcome. Mm. Um, but basically... I forgot what the question was. <laughs> oh, intimidating. <laughs> intimidating. Yeah, it is. But so I is life. I didn't realize how much work I used to do at uni. Yeah. So, and then I did... Because it's always like, okay, I gotta do uni work, and then the stuff that I wanna do, so I push myself to do that as well. Yeah. And then freelance is like, okay, I gotta do work, but there's no other responsibilities. I've made my money. I have free time. Yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Because like in uni, you you're basically like in uni, I was working four I jobs. I was a machine. Yeah, I was basically working three or four jobs at any given moment because yeah. uni full time uni is a job. Yeah. It's full time work. Sometimes you have two things going on. Exactly. At the same time. Multiple modules yeah and then you have um and then you have to make money as a student like you have to pay rent yeah. so because i didn't get any like help from the government of yeah. uh, monetarily yeah, Brexit, isn't it? <laughs> um so i was working doing my youtube work i was doing sometimes we were in, in the summers we were doing freelance work for kilogram yep and uh yeah i had my shop open mm-hmm. all through uni as well Same. um just you know just on that grind. So mm-hmm. I do, again, feel like I've slowed down a lot since uni, which is good. Yeah. I didn't have any hobbies <laughs> during uni. I was, <laughs> Your hobby was, was work. Work, yeah. I didn't have any hobbies. I was like, if I wasn't doing uni work, I was working on something else. If yeah. I wasn't working on that, I was working on another thing. It's like, we had a full... I, there was a few days of uni. I had a driving lesson at 6am. Yeah. We went to uni. Yep. I went to the post office at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Ate my lunch on the walk there. Mm-hmm. Went to uni for the afternoon. Yep. Came home. Did some drawing and stuff for my shop. Yeah. And then that was a full-ass day. Yeah, and then uni, and uni work as well when you yeah. come home. It's like... Because you, you're at uni, you're, t- you're doing work that you can do at uni by using the... the, the, the What's it called? 
the, the installations what's it called the resources the resources yeah so at uni you're prioritizing work that you can do with the resources at uni but then you come home and you do More other work. work yeah like other work that you don't need like yeah. you know like the written parts and you're just it's like so many jobs yeah that i i definitely like, i definitely enjoyed it while i was Same. there but i didn't realize how fast paced it was yeah yeah I definitely... until it slowed down i feel like now we're learning to live just exist we're learning to exist you know what i mean because i i don't think i existed for four years i think i was just trying to get through you basically i was just trying to get main priority now main priority is like try to be happy yeah and also make rent i was doing like one job after another trying to get through one task after another sleep and then again task task Uh task task so i didn't you rarely slept i barely slept exactly and then like, I never really had any moment alone by myself where I could just exist. Mm-hmm. So now I'm learning to exist. I'm getting good at it, though. <laughs> I'm a pro at existing I'm a pro at now. existing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that wasn't really the question, but so let's But yeah, it's, it's intimidating, but so is any other job. It's just... You get over you it. You learn to adapt. It's fine. Yeah. Um, someone else asked, how much do we charge? Do we use PayPal? How do you make an invoice? Oh, invoicing is an important one. Yes. I um, think our um, uni course was quite good at teaching us how to do mm. the paperwork. They didn't teach us how to do taxes, but, you know. No, but they taught us the admin side of yeah. working in the creative industry, so which is good. we weren't completely in the dark. Yeah. Uh, so you can find invoice templates online. Yeah, if that's something. You can just use, like, the bare bones. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that much on my invoice. I think people think invoices are super complicated. It's just a piece of paper that says how much you want to get paid. It's really simple. And then, and then how they pay you. Here's the thing. You, what, what you need in an invoice. Your name, your address, your contact. The employer's name, address, contact. What work you did, how much you're getting paid, how and then and then what different methods they can pay you by. I normally have either my PayPal or my bank details. I just have my bank details because PayPal takes percentage. Yeah, no one ever chooses PayPal, but I, I, I keep the PayPal on there for, like, YouTube stuff sometimes. Yeah, fair enough. But basically, it's just, hey, here's how much you owe me, and here's how you can pay me. Yeah, it's just, like, to keep a note for yourself it doesn't have to yeah. be fancy it really doesn't have to it's be any not fancy. that intimidating it's a word document it. just, yeah. just don't freak out about it <laughs> it's really simple once you know how to do it. especially uh, and with contracts as well i feel like people freak out a lot a lot about contracts yeah because whenever you think of contract you think of like 15 page contracts yeah like a house contract i'm like yeah. it's not like that <laughs> you just need to like write down what work you're being like contracted for what the 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 time frame for it payment and and you know just what they're expecting of you and what you're expecting of them yeah and that's it it's just an agreement you just mm-hmm. it, it can be a page long you yeah, know as long as it has the information you need so like to make sure that you both hold up on your promises yeah just anything that you it's would just think a pinky promise. it is a pinky promise that's all a contract is. it is <laughs> dudes dudes listen i know we're amazing but we're still tiny little baby boy, little wimpy boy podcast. We sure are. But, you know, we were trying to get on that grind because it never stops. Yeah. Trying to get that money. Trying mm-hmm. to get monetized. Yeah. And Podcorn is really helping us do that. Oh my god. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. <laughs> Can you believe? Can you even? Nope. Uh, it's basically a marketplace connecting podcast creators and brands looking to advertise. 
Podcorn allows podcasters of any size, like yours truly, to access amazing sponsorship opportunities, allowing them to set their own rates and dates. Rates and dates, baby. Rates and dates. Creators can talk directly to brands without the middleman right on the platform. As we said, we've been using Podcorn for a while and we have nothing but positive feedback. Their platform and marketplace is easy to use, super straightforward, and you can manage your notifications so you know when new sponsorships pop up. You don't give up any rights to your content, there's no exclusivity agreements involved, and it's pretty... Neat. Neat-o. <laughs> Neato burrito. burrito. Big thanks to Podcorn for sponsoring today's episode. It all comes back full circle, baby. Click the link in the show notes. Go to podcorn.com. Start browsing. That's podcorn.com <laughs> to start monetizing your podcast. Someone said, what do you make say? enough money to pay rent slash food slash etc.? That's the plan. Yeah. That's... I mean, so far, so good. <laughs> so far, we're not homeless. I think... We got meat on our bones. Yeah. <laughs> I I would say for me, because you already had like a lot of contacts. Mm, and stuff. I had a lot of savings. Yeah, yeah. With YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But for me, kind of going in blind, don't expect to make bank mm-hmm. when you first start. Yeah. So yeah, when you first go into it, don't expect to like be rolling in it. You're I not. make enough to survive mm-hmm. and I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. I know that it'll only get better from here. Yeah. So I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's like pandemic. So like, what do I really need to spend money on? Yeah, exactly. I'm like bare bones surviving. So I guess, you know, mm-hmm. silver linings. Yeah, true. That's again to do with how you um, like sell yourself. Like if you, you need to uh, have a rate that, will allow you to um, live, you know, the, live the life that and you want. have food and, and have a bed, you know what I mean? So yeah. I would also say uh, find some cost-cutting things when you first go into freelance yeah, full-time. Yeah, no. Student life. Yeah. You never really grow everyone's, out of it. Everyone's... We shop at Aldi. <laughs> I'm, I almost have a million subscribers on YouTube. I shop at Aldi, Chief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just... There's always... You can always Stay humble. <laughs> you can always do savings. Yeah. You can always save on stuff. Yeah, and then someone else said about the having money saved up before. Uh, I did have some money saved up before, which too. was useful because for this particular place, we had to pay rent up front. Yep. Um, so that's something to bear in mind. Yeah, um, I think having savings is always a good idea, just yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had savings just from, just because I've always got, I was always like taught to have savings yeah, just too. as I was growing up. It's good to have a plan B, you know, a uh, backup Mm. Um, and if you're a student and you're like going straight into freelance, if you're going to move into a place or rent a place, they normally need to have, um, like documentation, basically letting them know that you make X amount of money a year. And when you haven't worked a full year yet, you can't And when you work freelance. So they want money up front to make sure you actually follow through. So you need to have savings in order to like pay for rent up like um, in advance Mm -hmm. so that they, so that you can, you know, move in. Yeah. So that's, I guess for that, it's important to have savings. That was the, I think that was the only thing that I really used my savings for. Yeah. Um, I did have it on standby because when I first started, the work was like slowly trickling in. Exactly, yeah. So it was like... I panicked about not having enough money, but then it was like, it's fine. I have my backup pot there just in case. It's just in case. Yeah. I never dipped into it. Yeah. But it was a nice... Uh... It's comfort. Yeah. You know that it's there and you know that, you know, if something happens, you won't be in the shitter. You won't be fucked. You won't. Yeah. It's 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 more for peace of mind, I yeah. guess. 
But, it, you know, freelance is a job just like any other job. So the, the aim is, yes, to pay for food, rent mm-hmm. and, and etc. And to survive. And to survive, yes. And any others. Mm-hmm. And my manga addiction at this point. Yes. Yeah, you need to slow down. <laughs> Actually, no, don't. Because then I can read them all. I know, I know. You little bitch. <laughs> I love being a leech. <laughs> Get rich friends. That's my Get advice. rich friends. <laughs> That's Devin's advice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how often should you promote yourself and what's the best way to do it? Mm. That's... You should answer that one. <laughs> Why? Because I'm good at it or not good at it? Because you're learning about it. You're getting better at it. So it's something that it's like, yeah, it's in your I brain. Mean, I wouldn't say I was ever terrible at it. I just forgot I was lazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Instagram is mm. a great way to do it. I get a lot of smaller commissions from there, but mm-hmm. they're still all, they all add up. Yeah. Um... And with creative jobs, um, a lot of people do look at your Instagram as a part of your portfolio. Yeah. Uh, so it is important to post on there regularly just to show like your up-to-date skills. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you have a shop as well. I always post when I have like a new product on my shop or if I restocked mm-hmm. or, you know, just... <laughs> I also, Making stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah, or even just like when people receive their orders in the mail and they post it on their stories, I always yeah. like I reposting that because it's like, hey, this person got their order. Get yeah. yours today. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 always nice to like just remind people that you you know have a shop. Yeah, because uh, you know people forget. Because then they buy stuff from it. Exactly. And then you get money. money. Get that coin. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. But promoting yourself is very important. I know it's a struggle for yeah. a lot of um like people, especially people starting up, but if especially when you're starting up, you need to make connections, you need to like let Just people know social media basically. Yeah, and like Twitter, I get in I we were told that uh animation industry is very Twitter based. Yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to work. I still can't use Twitter. I'm trying to use Twitter more, but then again, I'm not very good at like using Twitter. I'm more of an Instagram person. Me too. So, I get and it, you know, do what works for you. Yeah. Uh LinkedIn is is good cuz yeah. uh, they post they post jobs on there. Mm-hmm. So it's all in the same place and you can you know post work that you've done um and you know stuff and things stuff and things yeah just you know promote yourself on as many platforms Mm -hmm. as you can also as a smaller youtuber i have gotten a few commissions through what people have seen me do on youtube yeah like even though i'm not making any money from it it's still someone has found me through there Mm -hmm. and then been like make me work and i'm like give me money yeah a lot of the animation jobs i did last year uh uh, freelance jobs were from people that had watched my YouTube yeah. and recommended me to the, a bigger company. A bigger company, and were like, "Hey, this person, she does like I've been watching her videos for a while, and she does animation, and I literally got three jobs out of that." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. work-life balance. Mm. We've kind of already answered this one. Yeah, I yeah. think it's important to regulate like work hours and off hours. Mm-hmm. Nine to nine Both to five. For, like, if I'm not enjoying the job that I'm working on, it gives me like, okay, I only have to do this for X amount of hours. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if I'm really enjoying a job, I'm like, okay, gotta I've limit myself. Works like ten hours today. Maybe I should chill. Yeah. Uh, the 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 normal is like nine to five. Yeah. Five o'clock. It's you know it's time to stop. It's quitting time, quitting baby. Time. We normally work. I mean. The whole nine is like, okay. <laughs> Listen, if I get up on time. If I get up on time, I'll start work at nine. But then again, 
lunch times don't really exist. I take like what, like ten minutes to scarf down lunch, and then yeah. I'm back to work. Yeah. So, yeah, like when you're actually working freelance, you have to log your hours. So that's a good way to figure mm-hmm. out how many hours a day you're working. But also working freelance, you don't have to work nine to five. You can work yeah, like ten till six. Yeah, you can work your own hours. But it's good to take note of how many hours a day you're working. Yeah, because then you know how much to yeah. charge. Yeah, because the, the star in the end is fine. It's just how many hours a day you're working. You've yeah. got to, you know, balance that a little bit. Seven-hour day is good, you know? Yes. It's hard work, but it's honest work. It's honest work, baby. Amen. Amen. Tips on balancing multiple projects. Mm. I mean, this is just takes me back to uni. To I was going to say, uni. <laughs> I think you just have to prioritize what, needs to be done first what deadlines are coming up and mm. what project needs the most amount of hours i actually saw something really interesting on simply neurological's instagram story uh-huh. the other day so she learned this sort of um prioritization uh technique at her government job uh-huh. and it's it's like a scale uh, where you can it's got like two questions that you have to answer for each job it's like uh, it's like um important and urgent important not urgent urgent not important not important not urgent and it's like how you prioritize your your tasks on a day yeah it's very interesting look it up it's the it's got <laughs> look a, it up it's got an actual name it's if you just look up like prioritizing prioritization scale um it's it's very interesting to look at and basically she explained it i am really bad at like accumulating non-urgent non-important things and then i'll have like a whole week of just you know doing busy work doing just just the most boring unimportant stuff tips for people finishing their degrees this year Mm. my condolences good luck honestly um i think we got so lucky we did we just barely scraped yeah like it it was just a couple months at the end that we missed yeah i mean it wasn't great entering the workforce during a global pandemic yeah (gasps) dog outside cute baby boy sausage chunk (laughs) Like, obviously, it wasn't ideal for our class of 2020. Yeah. But to... then hopefully for these guys graduating, they'll, like... It'll probably be will... better, yeah. Yeah. Everything will start up again. Yeah. In ter- obviously, in terms of your actual uni, it'll your... probably won't be great because you're currently probably having online lectures and shit like that, which yeah. I'm so sorry that you're having to go through that. But you'll probably be entering the workforce in a more Stable, normal time. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're graduating during the summer then hopefully by September things will be opening back up again people are probably um taking on more employees again because mm-hmm. when we when we entered the workforce we were like <laughs> everything's closing down no one wants to pay anyone because you know struggles yeah. it's more of the networking that is a struggle yeah I miss networking events I never thought I'd say that because yeah. they scared the shit out of me at the time mm. but now it's like I just want to go but yeah at the be beginning <laughs> to get jobs and like you know get to know the industry networking's very important but the pandemic has stopped that so yeah i guess good luck um (laughs) good luck and godspeed brush up on those social skills because you'll need them Mm -hmm. god darn it hopefully hopefully yeah and um you know start early start looking into jobs early what Mm. you need for them start brushing up on showreels jobs just like email studios yeah email studios for internships yeah ask for some advice yeah ask for like you know paid internships and stuff like that you don't have to go straight into like finding work you can ease into it Mm -hmm. you know we did an internship yeah we did an unpaid and a paid one and a paid one yeah we did uh we did a lot of placements and stuff like that so yeah just um 
Don't freak out. It's fine. It'll be fine. Calm down. It'll all work out. It's all going to be fine. It'll all work out. My soothing tone. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, any tips for breaking breaking into the animation industry? Mm. We basically just answered that. Yeah. Um, be nice. Be nice. Be polite. Ask for favors. Connect with people. Don't be a dick. Yeah. You'll be fine. Make LinkedIn, good work. LinkedIn, <laughs> connect with people. Um, Studio. Comment on people's things. That's a big one. Like on Instagram, Compliment especially. People. Yeah, like people Feed post. Feed their egos. On Instagram, people post like um, some of the work they're doing or working on. Like comment on their posts. Say, this is awesome. Make connections. Just Don't be, nice. be shy. Try not to be shy. Try to, you know, try to talk to people as much as you can without mm-hmm. being annoying, obviously. Mm-hmm. But just be nice. Just be, just, just be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be chill. Just be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Build up your portfolio so it's not, quote unquote, wasted time. Yeah. 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 What's the next question, Chief? My mom says that maybe I should just do it as a hobby because it's not reliable. Tips. That's a good one for you. Uh, why? What are you saying about my mom? No, your mom's awesome. She yeah. worries. <laughs> yeah, she really does. Um, we love Julie. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, people who are not in the creative industry are gonna worry mm-hmm. because it is, as a freelancer, it's not a steady job. It's not and a steady a, income. And there's a rep. There's a reputation. Yeah, the know. starving artist. Uh. <laughs> um, but you know, the creative industry is huge and vast and Gigantic. broad and everyone always like everything everything you, every advertisement you see someone had to make yep so there's always going to be work going you just have to find your niche yeah find what you are good at and find what people will want to pay you for mm. um and as a creative you have a lot of skill sets yeah. you're not specific like if you are an animation person you can take on graphic design jobs illustration jobs background artist jobs like you can do so many different things Mm -hmm. with your skill set that you probably don't even realize that you can probably apply for a million different types of jobs yeah um because you can you can just do a bunch of things yeah (laughs) you can just do a bunch of things listen there's not much i can say about like reassuring your parents because my parents still worry about me parents are always going to worry but i think as long as you have enough confidence in yourself that you can do it then just go for it and yeah. you know they'll have no choice but to support you i think uh, the biggest change i've i've seen like it's with my parents because when i was in finishing high school i was like i'm not gonna go to med school i'm gonna go to art and my parents were like um, okay, no. let's talk about this. Because um, I was always very, like, adamant. I'm going to med school. I'm going to med school. Paycheck. I'm going to be a plastic surgeon. I'm going to be rolling plastic in it. Plastic surgeon? I, was, I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. I was like, aesthetics. Because uh, I had very steady hands. Yeah. So I was either going to be a neurosurgeon or a, or a plastic surgeon. You know, mm-hmm. when I was young and naive. Um, I know. And my, and, and my parents were, like, living for it. They're like, oh, we're going to be rolling in Rolls Royces. And... <laughs> just like oh little did they know little did they know and at the beginning my parents were very scared they were like oh but you know artists it's just not a viable career option a lot of people uh when my mom because like i've always been drawing and stuff and my mom was like oh yeah maybe they'll be an artist one day and people <laughs> used to tell my mom that i would only make money once i'm dead yeah to my mother to your mother talking about their dead child and i'm like that's just not they should polite. not be saying that continue um crazy parents am i right <laughs> um but yeah no my parents were very scared about it they were because i think when people th- when uh, like 
I don't want to say the boomers, but when boomers think <laughs> millennials. Of millennials, but when they when adults think about like artists as a career, they think about like a freelance art curator at a museum who lives yeah. in a cardboard a fine box in New they, York. That's who they yeah, they think about fine artists who are starving and they're like, you know, oh, I just don't need much, you know, mm-hmm. but purely it's because they're poor. That's not what all the whole art industry is. That's no. just not true. Like, like think about. Think about, you know, fuck, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You can literally walk around your house and point out, like, ten different things Mm -hmm. that someone has had to hire a freelancer for or hire a creative for. Exactly. You can't, like, you you can't do anything without the creative industry behind it. Yeah. Behind every doctor, there's an animator. Shut up. Am I right? No, 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 there isn't. isn't. You're really not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put that on a shirt. No, um, I refuse. You're not gonna change them by telling them uh, that it's fine. Actions, bruh. Oh, yeah. yeah, just show them. Yeah. Show them up. Show them. I know that it's easier said than done because some people yeah. like sometimes their parents. Sometimes you do have to rely on yeah a backup. Yeah, sometimes financial plan. Parents are a lot more like you will not do this. My parents, I'm very thankful, were like. Uh, you know what you, you do what you want to do but we're very concerned you know yeah. like there were there were yeah me too they were like you can do whatever you want to do but just letting you know that i'm very concerned you're gonna die alone in the street uh-huh. and i'm like oh. i mean that is a good motivator to prove your parents wrong exactly <laughs> uh, i'll show you yeah and now like i make money and i'm like my mom knows that i'm financially secure yeah. and she's like oh, i'm so proud of you and i'm like thanks mom <laughs> should we go one last question yeah how to get job a good one <laughs> powerful the ultimate question powerful pray tell <laughs> go for it apply to them apply to job okay so my mantra when i first started freelance was to throw enough shit at a wall eventually mm. some of it would stick the amount of times i've heard you say that <laughs> honestly it soothes my anxiety so much but it's true yeah throw enough eventually, shit like at you a wall. can't even if you apply to a job that you really really want yeah there is a chance you're not going to get it so mm-hmm. apply to another one you can you can find the benefits of any job you apply to. You can yep. be like, oh, I can get excited about this specific thing in this job. I can get excited about anything because it's all drawing and that's mm-hmm. what I want to do with my life. You yeah. Know? First of all, it depends. Stay what you're... enthusiastic, stay positive and apply to everything you find. Even if your motivation is just getting money so you can eat, like just apply for as many things as you like think that you can do so like if you if you look at like a graphic design and you're like an animator and you're like oh but there's this graphic design for like i don't know like like for social media like hey i can do that yeah apply for it you know have a creative a a creative cv that show like showcases that you're not just an animator yeah i have a cv for animation and then i have a cv for illustration Illustration. and graphic design yeah exactly have cvs for different specific like specifications Mm because You're not going to apply for, like, a like an illustration job with, like, a CV of, like, just do being a... I want to be a director. Being a stop-motion director. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to, um spe- like, be specific for the job you're applying to. Yeah. Even if you have to tweak your CV for job applications, do it. Yeah. Because if it's going to improve your chances of getting that job... And also... Tell it your- to your audience. Yeah. And don't be afraid of putting random skills in your CV. That's oh, a yeah. very important, important for part. For my CV in, like, the, the About Me section, I'm like, okay, I do this, but also I can crochet, I do woodwork, yeah. I do biography, I'm a weird... Yeah, it kind of, I like... I can make bread! Hire me! Hire me! I make, I make sourdough! <laughs> I'm a killer in the kitchen! 
But basically, it shows that you have versatility. And it shows that you have a personality. And, and you're not. tend yeah. to gravitate towards those. Yeah. That... You don't want to hire a robot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Apply for everything. Mm-hmm. I... Everything. <laughs> I've been known to apply for jobs that I don't even know if I can do. Mm. I, there's a lot of, like... Um, they want a logo animated in After Effects. And I know the bare bones of After Effects, but I feel confident enough that I can learn it. Tutorials. Yeah. YouTube tutorial it I real quick. I feel confident enough in my skill of like learning new software. Yeah. Because animation skills are applicable to any program. Exactly. You just need to know where the buttons are in the program. Exactly. So it's like, I've applied to stuff that... Toon Boom animators. Mm-hmm. I have never used Toon Boom. I don't have Toon Boom, but I'll get it. Yeah, I feel <laughs> confident enough to apply for it because I know if I get it, if I have these deadlines Just to transfer me, your animation yeah, skills into a different software. I know that I can learn it quickly enough to do it because mm-hmm. I'll have to. Yeah, you're going to have to learn it's it at some point. the biggest motivator. Hey, the, the, they, they, that's the thing they say. Have yeah. you heard them say that? What? The best way to learn is on the job. Yeah. Uh you know? Yeah. Don't so be afraid to learn on the job. Don't be afraid to learn on the job. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to apply for this because I don't think I can do it well. It's also, like, if you have the the slightest inclination that you that can you do can it, learn, that's half the job done. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Because also, if you are someone starting out and looking for work, mm-hmm. if you are applying for entry-level jobs, entry-level being if you uh, like a recent graduate, mm-hmm. they don't expect you to know everything. Oh, yeah. They will completely understand if you are learning on the job because, hi... You are learning you on the job. Graduated. Like it's okay to apply for something. Like a lot of our friends from uni, mm-hmm. one of them just got a job in um in a studio or something where they use programs that she doesn't really know how to use, but they are teaching her. Mm-hmm. Also, for a lot of jobs, do say three plus years experience. Mm. Uh, Mike from uni always taught us to apply anyway because they might just like what they see in your portfolio. Yeah, like you might be worth sometimes teaching. talent. Yeah. Talent trumps experience sometimes, yeah. and and motivation trumps experience sometimes. Because yep. if you some... have a hefty portfolio yep. but not that much experience working in the real world, yeah. they might still take you on because they see something in yeah, you. Yeah, because sometimes they're even just looking for a specific style or a specific like um a vibe, a vibe. Chief. <laughs> they're just looking for those vibes. You, you know what? A CV is just a vibe check. <laughs> listen, listen. Change my mind. See, the V and CV stands for vibes. What does the C stand for? Check. Check vibes. Check the vibes. Not vibe check. No, check the vibes. Oh my god. Ah! Let's change CVs to VCs. VCs, vibe checks. I'm not even kidding. Uh-huh. I'm a genius. Don't not apply because you're scared you won't get it. Apply because you might. Apply because you might. Mm. Fuck. What? Bruh. Bruh. Chief. We're so wise. Chief. Oh, God, beyond our years. Oh, I was Be- about to say, how don't we have a podcast yet? My but... brain is so huge. <laughs> So Mm. if there's a small, Mm. even if it's a 1% chance of getting it, apply for it, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, you little shit. Yeah, what the fuck? Apply to it. Apply to that job. What you gonna, what do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? Think about that. You have nothing. You have nothing. You can't lose anything. You've got nothing. You know what I mean? Okay, I think we should run. I think we should run. And on that note, we're going to leave you with all of this knowledge. Mm. Knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah, but honestly, truly, deeply. Truly, deeply, madly. We hope that you, we helped or we gave you some sort of mm-hmm. perspective. Um, or, just a pep talk. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you do actually want some very good advice from people already in, like high up in the industry, mm-hmm. like really in there, 
the squiggly podcast this is just our humble opinion as little pawns in the little baby bitch boys baby bitch boys but we do hope that we answered some questions properly and that we gave you some answers a a beginner's perspective on things yeah hope that we helped um if you have any questions topic suggestions anything you'd like us to talk about in further episodes let us know email us email us message us podcast at gmail.com gmail gmail at bingeinking on instagram and at binge.inking on twitter twitter let us know uh, what you like us to talk about and yeah and yeah 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 absolutely peace out bitches peace out bye bye